Coffee Warming the Bones, Part 4. Hi, I'm James Lynch, and I encourage you to go through the whole series of Parts 1, 2, and 3 before even getting to Coffee Warming the Bones, Part 4. But since you've been following along, let me share a few things with you. One about how coffee, yes, coffee, each and every day with you, you keep me from ever feeling too blue. <laughs> you know, I've said that a uh, little jingle just now in my mind several different ways, and this is the way it came out this time. So <laughs> you may hear me in the future say it on a podcast, and guess what? I'll probably say it in a different way. But all the same, coffee does have a very nice uh, taste. Oh, some people may say, I disagree with you, but we're getting, we're getting, with, we're getting to that. And uh, coffee does have a nice taste, but it also uh, just uh, give you a nice feeling as well, too. And we talked about all those types of effects of coffee, along with the taste and the benefits in Coffee Warming the Bones, parts one through three. So in conclusion of this series, because this is part four, I want to talk about how, or should I say, put a question to you about what does coffee teach us about getting older, about our likes and our dislikes, improvements, yes, even certain changes that were not necessary, but just preferences ended up bringing you great benefits over the years. What does coffee tell us about that or show us about ourselves? Well, think about it. In one um, poetry, a podcast I made and video about uh, coffee. And I'm trying to remember, it was like, enjoy the coffee. I think that's the name of the poem, <laughs> enjoy the coffee. And it talked about how as a child, you know, uh, we watched the adults uh, drink coffee. And when it came to preparation, and this didn't go into the poem, but this is what was going on. During preparation, as a child, you will notice they see you had your, you know, spoon, your pot of coffee, and then what, what else did you have? Some cream, some sugar, you see, on the side, or some milk, all there to prepare, you know, uh, a cup for you. Now, when it came to the adults, if you said, hey, one scoop or two scoops, see, for many of the adults, you might have heard them say, oh, just give me a little, you know, teaspoonful, or... Or don't, don't give me any at all. I just drink it black, you see. But as a child, I would wager the majority of children, not only do they put one teaspoon, not only do they put two teaspoons, but goodness greatness, depending on how big the cup is, they might throw half the sugar in there, see? You know, and that's the way children, when they first start off, uh, you know, if some parents allow them to drink coffee at all, uh, it's like they got to really spruce it up there, you see, with the taste buds. Now, as we get older, though, even though we don't realize it as a child, you find yourself as an adult, all of a sudden, not needing a scoop of sugar, not needing, uh, you know, uh, uh, cream even at times. You can just drink it uh, straight black and you still enjoy it the same. Uh, that's the way, you know. Life is. And see, the reason why I said that on the benefits, because just imagine uh, as an adult, if you still put as much 
sugar as you know a child or <laughs> whatever your coffee oh my goodness you could really have some some difficult times <laughs> you know on your system if you didn't adjust naturally to enjoy the coffee and its mature tasting side okay we're not getting into lattes that we talked about a while because we know those that have sugar and things of that things of that nature but you know again i will wager uh for still a good many persons um in different fields and when they're really working the ground they might just you see uh don't put that much sugar at all they just want to straight up dark roast smell and taste or what have you and so what does that continue to show us about our taste as we uh, get older one you see weight or see life in different ways that you didn't as a child you're able to even appreciate uh, the simple things in life uh, more than sometimes, uh, you know, you as an excited um, young adult, you see teenager. And yet, even though it does not require you to uh, drink as much coffee, okay, <laughs> and, and I want to go on the other side of this, really saying requires a lot more activities and things of that nature for you to really be happy. You see, that happens as an adult. Uh, and what I mean by that is something that I've savored and I know many other people have at times is, have you ever taken a cup of coffee and was somewhere on a beach or somewhere uh, on vacation? Or, hey, we don't even have to go that far. Maybe just going outside on your porch and just sit in the chair. And it's a, a nice day, a beautiful, nice, little warm uh, breeze going through there, you see. And the beautiful sky. It's, it's, not, it's not hot. It's not cold. It's like it's just right. And, it, it, and the feeling is like, whoo, you can feel the heartbeat of the earth. See, moments like that, for some of us, we could just sit for hours, see, enjoying that moment, not even realize time is flying by. And, you know, drinking our coffee, that's the only way we, we can tell time during those moments because it's like, oh, uh, I'm out of coffee again. Time for me to get up, you see, and go get some more. You see, coffee, as you heard me say in the prior podcast, is one of life's pleasures now th this is speaking on a personal level which i'm sure i'm not the you know only one that feels that way and i would say again that coffee also gives an an appreciation of what quality of life really means see because do you have to have coffee no some people would look at it you know as a luxury maybe some people would look at it as a uh, yeah, that, that's the word I think I just want to use, uh, a luxury that you don't really need it or what have you. And yet, with it, you enjoy your time and your moments in life that much more. Even when it comes to conversations, you see, and communications, there have been times that persons have been able to work through difficulties just by going to a local coffee shop or what have you and actually talking about 
you see, whatever the situation was, and they were able to resolve, you see, uh, the difficulty uh, that whatever it happened to be. Uh, you see other students uh, in college and everything, normally in coffee shops, what? Drinking coffee while they're doing their homework. And uh, it gets the brain to really, you see, <laughs> pumping out the, the creative juices as well as I would say, uh, to get their assignments done, uh, to solve uh, matters that they couldn't do when they were in the classroom, you see. So there are many types of settings that goes to show again why persons love drinking coffee uh, so much. For you to decide, you know, if you were saying, maybe I'm going to start, you know, drinking coffee, because most likely you can see down the teenagers, uh, this may be more focused on or what have you. Uh, but, here, you know, here is some information. Here is some information in this podcast that now you can uh, just go through, especially in the first three. And, uh, you know, then conclude whether you want to drink coffee or not, you see. Um, but at least it's there. It's there just as much as the sweet taste on a nice winter morning. Morning, Yes, a winter morning. Drinking coffee. And you just have a wonderful day.